Love Talk Radio. Hello, I'm jazz vocalist and educator Shirley Crabb. Do you love great jazz conversation? Join veteran broadcaster and host Miss Bridget on Coffee Talk Radio for good coffee and great chat. As women in jazz, we are elegant musicians, prolific composers and arrangers, and we've established ourselves as the primary voices of our generation. Our various contributions to jazz are remarkable. You'll meet irresistible performers blessed with uncanny instrumental skills. You'll enjoy recording artists with multilingual voices selling out stadiums and venues around the globe. Be sure to visit my website at www.shirleycrab.com and follow me on Twitter at Shirley's Jazz. And be sure to visit the official Coffee Talk Jazz website at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. You taught my heart to sing Yeah, you taught my heart to sing Ooh, yeah Hello, hello, hello everybody and welcome to a morning, sort of kind of afternoon edition of Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. I am super excited. I'm sure you guys can hear the smile in my voice. I have an amazing guest that I cannot wait to bring on. Oh, my God. Like, I love her. For real, for real, for real, you guys. But before we get started, there's just a few housekeeping rules that you guys can use before we get started. The boards are already lit up. This is an international show. So, I mean, we've been live tweeting. We've been sending out email blasts. My phone has been blowing up. So I cannot wait to bring on my guest. Today, we're going to celebrate birthdays. I hope you guys had an amazing, amazing Thanksgiving. There's also going to be gift giveaways. The show is probably going to run about 60 minutes, maybe a little bit over. Um, just depends on how many calls are coming through the board now. I just want to go ahead and just bring my guest on. Her name is Roseanne Sarita. And guess what, guys? She is I want to say she is a multi-instrumentalist, but let me tell you what I mean by that. She's a recording artist. She's a vocalist. She's a songwriter. She's a voiceover artist. And I'm telling you, she knows how to work a room like the vintage star that she is. I'd like to welcome the newest member to the Coffee Talk Jazz family, my friend, Roseanne Sarita, all the way from early New York. Hey, Roseanne. Good afternoon. Good day, morning to you. It's afternoon here in New York, upstate New York. I'm so excited to be here on your show oh today. I've, I've been very excited. I hope you all and all the listeners out there, welcome. Thank you for listening in, and I hope everyone had a blessed Thanksgiving uh, holiday wow, with everybody. Wow. Yeah, like, let's talk about that. Let's just talk about Thanksgiving 
just for a moment before we jump into the show and your music, which of course we're going to be playing just some of everything uh, in just a little bit. Um, first of all, how was your Thanksgiving? How much did you eat? Did you go back for seconds? And I'm going to tell y'all what I did. Oh my God, the Southern Girl <laughs> came out. <laughs> well, I always cook for uh, uh, the holidays here, and um, you know we ate a lot. We ate. I was blessed to have my cousins here from Brooklyn and my twin brother and my son. Unfortunately, my daughter and her husband couldn't make it. And my love, of course, was here, Paul. And um, so it was very intimate this year. It was, as you know, very, um, it was hard. The first holiday without my mom was hard, but it was much easier having loved ones with us here. But I love to cook, like I told you, and um, we had all the fixings, all homemade, all organic stuff. I like to cook organically, and uh, a lot of, yeah, some wine and some Jameson. I'm a Jameson drinker. I just like to have a shot (laughs) for the holidays, a shot or two. I only had one shot last night, but uh, we're just, you know, in an attitude of gratitude. We have to be thankful not only on Thanksgiving, but every day for all that we have. And um, so it was, you know, just very laid back and uh, very peaceful. And then we had uh, uh, Paul's uh, daughter came over with his granddaughter and and her significant other um, for dessert. And we just hung out, watched Hallmark movies and some... uh, um, another comedy after in front of the fireplace. And it was very peaceful and you just feel the love around. You just soak it in, savor the moment. So, um, and I I didn't eat a lot because when you're cooking all day and stuff, you don't eat a lot, you know, after, you know, like today I'll be eating a lot, but I ate a lot of cookies. My okay. from New York City <laughs> from the bakery. I'm a sweet girl. I love my sweets. So uh, yeah. I ate more cookies than I did actual food. <laughs> but we were blessed. Oh my we goodness! Were blessed, and wow. it was a, a night, lovely evening. And um, you know, we just uh, they everybody left today, so. You know, the house is empty, and you're kind of feeling like, oh, my goodness, everyone's gone, and you miss them already as soon as they leave. Right, so, right, right, sure. Yeah. Um, you got me You got me with the fireplace. You got me with the wine, and I didn't know you mm-hmm. had a twin. Like, wow. Yes, he wow, is my heartbeat. Wow, Oh, my goodness. It's everything they tell you like, about that. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, everything they tell you about twins, it's true. It's we true. We feel everything. And wow. my brother John, yeah, I call him Johnny Angel because he's my angel, does everything for me. <laughs> and um, we are inseparable. Yeah, we cannot wow. move away from each other. We have to. can't go more mm-hmm. than two weeks without seeing each other. We talk every day. Oh, yeah. Or at least text, you know. So twins are very special, and I'm truly blessed to have the most magnificent twin in the world. So, 
Wow, that's beautiful. I feel like my, um, there's only two of us. I feel like my older sister, Lois, is my twin as well, and she always calls me her bigger little sister because they say I'm the tall <laughs> one in the family. It just cracks me up. I'm like, Five seven. I like. I don't really think. I mean, I don't know if that's the average height or whatever. People go, you look much taller than that. But the point is, like, we talk, we FaceTime probably three, four, five times a day. We have a check-in in the morning. We have a check-in at night. I mean, with everything that's going on in the world, I think it's so mm-hmm. important to those who you hold dear to your heart. I think it's very, very important. I said that you let them know that you love them. You let them know you know, how you feel and that you check in, you know, that you check in with them uh, every day and, 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 and often. So it's a beautiful thing. Um, for my Thanksgiving, I went to my, um, I went to my boyfriend's house. And so um, I did not cook anything, not one thing. They wouldn't let me cook anything. They wanted to totally spoil me and I'd let them do it. And we had all the fixings and we did, we did something special because I like black eyed beans. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm a Southern girl, so he did black eyed beans, Cajun style, which was really good, and mm-hmm. French green beans. Um, I'm not a big meat eater. I'm not a big meat eater mm-hmm. um, at, at all. So I didn't like overindulge or anything like that, except when it came to the French deep dish apple crumble pie. Oh my gosh! I was Ooh. like, okay, I'm only gonna have a little piece. So that was like, he made everything homemade from the seven cheese and macaroni to the potato salad. I was like, okay, this is kind of dangerous. I'll have like a little <laughs> corner. I'm really going to kind of stick with the fofo. It was beautiful. And uh, I am just grateful for people who just really love me and they show. And it's, for me, it's the simple things. I don't need something great, big, and, and grandiose. I don't really want for anything. I'm a, I'm a very simple woman. Some people say, really, Miss Bridget, I've seen your photos. I'm like, I think I'm very simple. I think I am. But anyway, uh, I want to get into the show. Let I me, think you're let fabulous. Me tell you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I got to tell you, the countries that are logged in, and I'm looking at the boards. Oh, I don't even know what time it is in Angola, which is in Central Africa. Hello, hello, Angola, and welcome. Hello. This is phenomenal. Happy to have you guys. Australia, hello, Brisbane, and Queensland, Australia, hello, hello, Um, Western Europe is in the building, Austria, hello, guys, wow, this is so good, wow, Um, I don't even know that we could even, um, they could even find us in Bolivia, which is in Central South America, Um, just to let you guys know, I have this massive computer, I have this massive mm. computer. My engineers are here. We're looking at the board. I mean, literally, like, the flags are coming up. Uh, the Bahamas, um, Bermuda, um, Brazil, which is Central, Eastern, South America, the Cayman mm-hmm. Islands, wow, and uh, Anguilla, everything in the Caribbean, wow. So I'm looking at all these maps and showing all the people that are logged in. So folks are very excited about you today, Roseanne. Lord, this international oh, I'm love. So I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Wow. Thank you so wow. much. <laughs> Thank wow. you all. I'm feeling the <laughs> love is, all the way over here. <laughs> this is this is so good. So I want to really get into your music. It your particular um, release has been a long-awaited debut album, and it's entitled "It's Called Love." 
and we've been watching it climb the radio indie charts, and I'm super excited for, um, I would call him your counterpart. I feel like he's um, David. Um, with the beautiful song that we're going to get into in just in just a little bit. Um, there's so much just juicy, delicious music. I mean, you can't just pick one song. I had a hard time. I, I love everything because, to me, there's different flavors in every track that I'm going to play. And so, um, Roseanne, I'm going to let you set them up when we get ready to play. But I want to just jump into the first question I always ask every single guest, and that okay. is, when did you – first fall in love with music? I would have to say when I was young, I was, I've always loved music, but when I was a young, before my, I was a teenager, um, professionally, I, you know, I didn't start so much later till I was like 20. And, um, but when I was a young girl, I always, uh, we, we, you know, you have uh, things that happen. You know, my mom was a single mom and stuff like that. Music was always an escape for me. You know, it just took mm. me to a different place. You know, it was a comfort, you know. It just soothes my soul. So I would have to say, you know, before I was a teenager, I fell in love with music. I didn't know I was going to be a performer at that point, but I knew when I was a teenager, around 17, that that's what I wanted to do. Um, wow, you found your early, then. That's, that's still early. Yes, that's I still, didn't that's still, get that's it done. That's still pretty early. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> but I always wanted to sing, you know. So that and nursing, those were my two loves, you know. Wow, we'll, we'll definitely talk about um, the nursing part of your life. So I would say that you have a split personality. I mean, in, in the kindest way, because <laughs> when I try and, you know what I mean? I, I try and decipher, like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. It's like, okay, and thinking about the healthcare field, thinking about the vocal field, and I can see how the two can be meld totally, totally um, together. And so... You know, when I think about your music, it really does remind me of the old speakeasy kind of feeling, like when I walk into a club and I get dressed up and I pay good money, I want to sit in the mm-hmm. front and I want to hear every single note that you're going to belt out. I don't want to be in the back because I'm like, I know that this is going to be something that is so good and I just want to take in like every single note. And so with that being said, um, how are folks receiving your music? What kind of feedback are you getting uh, on this particular project? Because I've heard so many great things about you. Of course, you know I did my research, of course. So many <laughs> great things I've heard about you. Oh, that's wonderful, uh, and thank you. Um, I, you know, I think I get wonderful response i've gotten a wonderful response people love the variety on my album mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. most people aware as producers and stuff like that they wouldn't be weren't excited uh, about well you've got too many genres on there you know mm-hmm. people know you because i do a jazz <laughs> cabaret show you know mm-hmm. but i intertwine my originals which are can be pop ballads but everybody knows 
there's a one center and that's my whole life is about love and projecting love yeah. and get bringing love to people letting them feel it that's my whole goal that they would feel love they come to my show that they the love would encompass them through the through my voice wow. and and the lyrics that I choose and the songs that I write or the songs you know I love the old style uh, music all the standards and I'll take them and make them my own so there's mm. a universal thing everybody knows that's what Roseanne's about you're, you're not going to go and hear a rock show or anything you know uh, right, right. a class act and uh I I want you to feel like you're in in your you're in a nightclub, but you're also like in your home. Like you can be so relaxed that you're in your home that it takes you when you get home and you have that like aha moment, like ah, and you just totally lay back <laughs> on your favorite chair, you know, whether you're having a drink in front of a fire or whatever. But you're just that feeling that you get when you feel immersed. And just pure love, you know, that's, that's what I want my audiences to feel. That's what they, they feel. They tell me that, that they feel that and they bring some joy and it, it's through life experience. My life experience, my uh, lyrics come from what I've lived and um, now, so they relate you, to that. Now you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um I just, you know what, I want to just jump into your music. Um, I want to go ahead and let's play, oh gosh, let's start out with the title um, track. It's, um, it's called Love. And so if you want to set this up for the fans, just tell them, a, just give them a little bit, just a little bit, and then um, mm-hmm. you're going to set up the appetizer, and then we're just going to give them a full meal with It's Called Love. We're just going to let it play. We're going to be live tweeting and everything, and we're going to share with fans how they can get your music. I'm going to be popping your links up uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We'll pop them up on the gram so people can buy your music. So if you want to set up It's Called Love, we'll go and we'll play it for the fans, and then we'll we'll come back with more good coffee and great chats. You want to set this up? Just tell the fans we'll just well, a teensy bit about it, and then I'll play it. Well, it's Called Love was my first. A contemporary jazz. I've never written anything like that. And it was my the first title song off the album, and I wrote it after um, being confined for five years after an auto accident, having a fusion. And um, it was a tragic thing, but uh, God restored my life, and I wrote, he gave me the song, and I wanted it to be about pure love, because I'm all about romance and and love, and I wanted to embrace that in this song. And so, this is a song is about finding pure love Ooh. and embracing it. Wow! Here we go, guys. Let's take a listen, music family.
This is Mindy Canner, flautist, keyboardist, songwriter, and composer. Have you heard about Coffee Talk Jazz Radio with radio personality and host Bridget Lewis? She brings listeners the best there is in musical diversity and talent. You'll get a chance to peep behind the curtain and get up close and personal with your favorite artist. You'll experience world-class contemporary Latin gospel straight ahead and smooth jazz greats all right here at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. Our show's call-in number is 1-347-934-0108. Our show link is www.blogtalkradio.com, Ms. Bridget Lewis. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, www.twitter.com slash coffeetalkjazz. And check us out at our official website at www.coffeetalkjazzradio. broadcasting live on this beautiful, glorious Saturday afternoon, November 27th, with my very special guest, all the way from Hurley, New York, my girl, Roseanne Sarita, and it's a raw, warm, 76 degrees. Let me tell you guys who um, is tuning in right now, so excited. You guys, I've got like two gift giveaways. You can't win if you don't call in, and um These are covenant prizes, I'm telling you guys. So 
I'm Barcelona, Spain. Welcome to the party. International love is all in the building. I'm feeling it. Austin, Texas. Hey, guys. Welcome to, welcome, welcome, welcome to the party. Um, some of our folks on Manhattan. I'm directed right. Is it Manhattan or Manhattan? Mm-hmm. New York is in mm-hmm. the building. Chappaqua is in the building. Hell's Kitchen is in the building. I don't know how many boroughs there are in New York, but there are sure a lot of folks that are tuning in. Um, what is this? Harlem. How can I forget Harlem? It's in the building. You guys are so welcome. Yeah. Back with my very special guest. Let me tell you, Roseanne, your track is called Love. I mean, I, I felt that. I just, oh, my God. I just, I felt it. And your voice is so versatile. So I like the fact that you just don't sound like when you hear one track, you think, okay, is this the same person? Of course I can tell because my ear is trained. And so, like, I am just loving, loving. Um, so now, of course, it's called Love. That's my favorite song, of course. Um, but my follow-up question to you is this. With everything that's going on in the world, with the pandemic, with things that are ever-changing, we don't know from kind of one minute to the next, What's really going on? We know with God that he's always in control. So everybody knows I am a Christian. I don't mind sharing my faith live on air. But I would say with everything that's going on, with the economy still being kind of fragile for some people across the country, would you say that music, that people look to music to give them hope? Absolutely. It's always given me hope. Uh, music literally saved me in, in my darkest hours when uh-huh. I couldn't walk. I mean, I couldn't walk. I, I played my guitar on my back. I learned how to do that just mm. just to create, try and create even in the stupor that I was in from all the medications mm-hmm. and stuff to control the pain. I believe that we all, just like you see on social media, how uh, mm-hmm. it's just exploded because as humans, I, we need to connect some to something oh God, yes. somewhere. I mean, mm-hmm, I'm a Christian mm-hmm. as well. I love the Lord. That's my center, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm a people person. I need to connect with people. I need to connect with my emotions to something. And music connects our emotions because we all have experiences that are similar. There may not be alike, but they're similar and we can, it breathes hope into people. That's why we, I always say, encourage, lift people up all the time. You know, don't be afraid to, to say something, you know, just smiling. Some people are afraid to talk. You don't have to talk. Just smile at a person and it ministers to them. Just that smile. People don't know how powerful that is. And giving them a song is also is very powerful, and there's a lot of great music out there that speaks to every individual. Mm. And it's healing. I'm I do it you. in my nursing, you know. Wow. Um, no pun intended. I was going to say you're singing my song with what you just said because music, it is such a powerful um, medium, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Just think about it. When you're out ministering in song, whether you are in mm-hmm. walking through the quarters of the hospital whether you're standing on a mm-hmm. stage, kind of like that's your pulpit, if you will, you mm-hmm. know, and we don't always need to be standing behind a big podium 
in a church, I kind of call it like the church without walls, if you will, because Mm -hmm. um, the things that we say, the things that we sing, words is so powerful and they affect people. And so why not speak love over them? Why not sing Amen. Why not sing love over them to bring them a little bit of levity, to bring them some lightness, to bring them some joy? And I think that's really what is missing right now because I think because of the 24-hour, 24, 24 uh, seven days a week um, news cycle, is just we're bombarded, 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 bombarded with just news. I mean, it's coming from everywhere, from the iPad to the iPhone to the desktop to the tab and it's like, you know, you don't even have to wonder what people are doing anymore. It's like everything's just out there, like in plain sight. Like there's more information that I ever wanted to know um, about famous people. Like, you know, who cares that they just, they like anchovies, you know, on their pizza. Who cares that someone just got a, a pedicure and you want to put, and I'm like, like, really, is that, is that what we're doing now? I'm like, can we get back to the sensibilities of life? Like, you know, music. And right. so for me, um, your music is so healing. I mean, it touches like down to the soul, and that's when you know. Um, that's when you know that you have really got something. Because I'll use Whitney Houston for example. Rest her soul. Oh, yeah. Um, God put that gift in that young woman at birth. Mm. He knew that some people may not get to church, but if she's saying mm-hmm. Amazing Grace. He knew that, that that would get down into them. And before you know it, hey, they're humming. They're humming Amazing Grace, the melodies of Amazing Grace. was like, Lord, why am I singing that? Because that was her ministry. The world was her ministry, yeah. just like um, just like w- with your, um, your versatility. So um, I want to ask you one more question, and then we're going to try and squeeze all the juice out of this lemon. We're trying to get to as many tracks as possible. And I think we'll do like a double, double, we'll do like a back to back. I'll have you to set both of them up. And then um, I'm going to pop your links up again. I want people to run to all the national digital retailers. I want you guys to buy her music. And I want you guys to write a review. This is really important. Um, We want her to keep on charting. This is very, very uh, important to her, very important to me because we want to get the music out there because music can save a life. So, my next question is, um, when I think about all the tracks, you know, on your um, CD, um, your debut album, Long Awaited, and, man, I'm telling you, it was mm-hmm. so worth the wait. Um, Thank you. How did you, how did you decide, I mean, the process of the producing, the writing, and the arranging? Because I'm like, Lord, you just made it hard. I'm telling you, I got the whole list there. I was like, Lord Jesus, how did she even decide, and I'm sure you left some good stuff off. I mean, Beauty of the Item, we're going to play that. Beauty of the Eyes of Friend, Send it to be counted. So how did you decide um, what beautiful tunes would actually go on this project? Well, actually, you know, the Lord gave me all this music. And uh, mm. as I said, it was written at, out of the darkest hours in my life. And um, after when I was learning to walk again and, and suffering and and agony for years and um it's called love started the whole thing because of a Mm. friend of mine my physical therapist has music at her house and they just i was in a wheelchair and just put the guitar in my hand and they said find your voice you know a new sound Mm. and i just 
you know, played in E minor on the sixth fret. That's how it's called Love Was Birth, and, and it ignited, it breathed new life into me. It gave me hope, even though I still couldn't walk. I couldn't walk, and I was in agony. I didn't have much hope um, medically at that time. But my soul cried out, and I just started creating it, you know, and I went through hard times. So I wrote about the hard times that, uh, through the eyes of a friend, you know, that was written for the people that helped keep me alive. I was in ministry for 25 years, and uh, my pastors that we did, the church, they, they're my best friends. They're my family. They kept literally kept me alive with the word of God and speaking life and hope into me and um, encouraging me to create. And so God just orchestrated the whole thing for me. And it was in pieces, you know. Wow. But when you set that inspiration, then you get it. And I wanted, I was just writing everything I was feeling for every situation I want I, and a lot of the songs are you know tribute is for my mom you know uh, that I wrote for her and and through the eyes of a friend was for my family and, and my best friends that kept me alive and corners of our heart mm. was uh, a, a different area when I went through my divorce and stand up and be counted so it was all in that whole area and then God just put me in places to get these phenomenal musicians on my on my album, and wow. I create I created it right on the spot. In you know I wrote it, I had it in my head. I do everything by ear. I don't know how to write Beautiful. music per se. Either I write the song on the guitar with chords, and then, but I went in the studio and I did it right there. I produced it right then and there. That's not a traditional way to do it, and I won't do it like that again. Uh, but. Um, I sang it to the musicians that I hired, and I said, okay, this is how I want it to go. This is what I hear in my head. Let's just do it. Start playing. When I hear it, I'll let you know and write it down. <laughs> and so it's not – it's very untraditional, and these were top players, and they were looking at me cross-eyed and like, oh, my, is this girl for real? But uh, but I did it, and it took, it took a lot of years to get it done because it was self-funded too. But that's how I create. I hear things in my head, yeah. and um, oh, don't get me. And started. I just go for it. Lord have mercy. This is so <laughs> rich, you guys, and so juicy. And uh, you guys, I just want to jump right in, and I want to play um, through the eyes of a friend, and then beauty uh, of the islands, and then I'll come back, and then I'll say what I need to say because you guys, I'm just brimming over here with excitement with my very special guest. Uh, vocalist, song stylist, songwriter. She gets you right in the heart. <laughs> guys. We'll be back with more good coffee and great chat on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, guys. Reaching out for her. 
a contemporary gospel recording artist. Do you love good coffee and a great chat? Well, today is your chance to peek behind the curtain with your favorite artist. Are you celebrating a birthday? If so, join us with the Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Birthday Club. Send us a text at 562-355-0311 or email us at coffeetalkjazzradio at msn.com. We'll also give you a live shout-out and plenty of Twitter love. You never know what you might win. Call us today if it's your birthday at 347-934-0108. Be sure to follow our tweets and also follow us on Facebook. So happy birthday from Miss Bridget and the Coffee Talk Jazz crew. Hi, 
And we are back and we're broadcasting live. You're listening to the very best in Blog Talk Radio here at Coffee Talk Jazz with your girl, Miss Bridget Lewis, on the mic, my very special guest. Ah, I am deeply, deeply moved by the last track. I couldn't even play. I said we were going to do a double-double, like a double shot of espresso. I was like, no, I must come back. Roseanne, Lord have mercy. Woo! That one hit me sideways. <laughs> Oh, my Thank God. You. Oh, you can my tell. God. Ah, I felt <laughs> I I felt your heart, I mean, with everything, but I'm, I mean, I'm just with my eyes closed and just listening, and you could feel that you were going through something, and with every breath as you were singing, you can tell it's like, okay, I'm doing the very best I can. I'm just I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging on barely by a fiber, but yet and still you have that strength to sing it. And I mean, man, that just that touches me. I mean, almost to tears, honest to God. Thank you. I, well, I really felt that song. You know, it was that time, and that's just what my heart was feeling. <laughs> It's another thing with hope, you know, trying to speak hope into myself. Hang on, you know. Oh, it's God. Gonna... Yes. Woo! I cannot wait to write the music review because I'm telling you, Jesus is probably going to be a book. I, I try and keep things concise, <laughs> but as a writer, I just can't help myself. I mean, I got to let it out. <laughs> you have to let it out. <laughs> I got to let it out. Um, Kingston, New York is in the building. They say hello. Um, oh, do you know where Kingston, New York is? It's it's um, two hours from New York City. I'm literally ten minutes from Kingston. That I lived in Kingston up until five years ago. For oh, wow. twenty, years. it's only right up the road from where I'm living now in historic Curly, which is beautiful. So it's literally oh and not even the way I drive. It's a lot less. <laughs> but, <laughs> you sound like you've been in California. It, <laughs> <laughs> I love wow. Um, wow. So much, so much love in New York. Let me tell you guys who else is hanging out. You guys, I really, really, really want to give. Um, these two gifts away. I see you guys hanging back. This is not the time to be bashful. You guys, I promise, I am so sweet. I promise you guys, you guys can just come on live, just say hello. You can ask uh, Rosanna any question that's relevant to her music and or nursing. If you've got a nursing question, I'm sure she's probably happy to, to answer it, you know, how to keep you guys safe, you know, during this time of uh, flu season's coming up and the pandemic and all that, but I feel like we're covered by God's blood. So with that mm-hmm. being said, um, we're not going to catch anything anyway, I'm just saying. But as a precautionary measure, you guys do have a nurse on the line. Hey, you can ask the question, right, Roseanne? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's very wow. important to um, stay vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. You need to wear a mask, even if you're vaccinated, when you're out in the crowd. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like no no guarantee whatsoever. Um, People I hope I'm going to pronounce this name correctly in New York. Okay. Is there, is it like 
It looks like it may be Poochakipsy or is that Perkipsy? Kipsy New York. Perkipsy. Okay. Poochakipsy. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe I said that. Okay. Oh, Kipsy. Where is, <laughs> where is Kipsy? It's funny because it's looking a, on the board. It's a half okay, hour. Okay, looking on the board. Of New York. I'm sorry, no, an hour and a half. Or an hour and a half. Okay. So it's much hour for me. New York love in the house. Yeah, okay, so we have so 75 much. people. Okay, I think, can you hear me okay? I think like our connection, like we're getting like a cross connection, like an echo. Do you hear an echo? Or are you good? I hear a little echo. Okay. I don't know, maybe it's. Is that I'm better? At the board, it's like we're, we're clear. Yeah, it's, it's a lot better. Absolutely. Um, I, I, You know what? There's, there's good things in the air right now because I'm telling you, New York is like lit. Uh, but when we did our email blast, you know, out to our um, global partners and friends, we have so much love in the New York area. Buffalo is in the building. Yeah. Um, New York, New York is in the building. Rochester, Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. Syracuse. I mean, it's like Utica. This is like such mm-hmm. a huge, huge show, you guys. I want to give away these gifts. We're on with my very special guest. I was so touched by her laugh. Um, last track, and there's so much more to come. I'm going to ask you two more questions, but we're going to jump back into just back into this wonderful, wonderful music. So, if you could take a page out of the movie Back to the Future, remember the old DeLorean and Michael J. Fox? Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember the DeLorean. Of, yes. If you could take a page out of Back to the Future, is there anything about your experience called life? Was there anything that you would change at all? If you could go back and oh, change yes. it. Yes, I would, I would change a few things in my life. Um, I wouldn't have, um, I, I would have changed my decision that, um, to get into someone's car that mm. uh, changed my life forever, physically, wow. emotionally. I would change that first. Mm. And um, my whole life would have been a lot different. But mm-hmm. I say that um, respectfully, but I know that where I am now, I had the Lord brought me through it, so... Mm-hmm, I can't really say I, I do regret getting in that car. I was a young teenager. I didn't know better. I didn't know what was going to mm-hmm, happen mm-hmm. down the road. But um, mm-hmm. the life lessons that I learned, mm-hmm. not only my mom was like my strength, and she, she taught us to be strong, and she gave us the, yeah. you know, the morals and the character in my life. That never changed, but through all the suffering that physically that I went through emotionally okay. I am I would never be the person I am today if I didn't have that experience and I wouldn't know that nothing can shake me because I know who I am oh. now. and no. that is a life lesson that you don't want to change you don't want to forget that yeah. And, um, Ooh. Such a powerful, so, strong, 
statement. It's like when you said that, you like turn the mirror and I see myself in it. When you said nothing because of the experience and rolling tape back, I can think of so many when my son was seven years old. His name is Daniel. And I was dating someone I should have never been dating. I mean, he was just a toxic person, and he didn't like my son. And, you know, kids have a way of, like, knowing. And I couldn't seem to shake this guy. He just had challenges. And any time that a, a man, you don't get along with your mama, that's a problem. It's like, man, because she, she's like the first person that you love. And he was, look, he was looking for that. And I'm like, you can't get that from me. you got to get that emotional strength from someone else. But the, the point is, I remember um, we were at my place, and he didn't really didn't want to be bothered with my son. He's like, oh, go outside and play, go outside and play. And it wasn't the time, because typically I would be outside. I mean, come on, seven years old, and they weren't snatching and grabbing kids like they're doing today, all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my son knew it's like, okay, just to ride on the sidewalk. You know, you never really rode in the street, and you never think that someone is going to be riding up on a curb. You know what I mean? And so um, a a drunk driver was who didn't have a license, who had a baby in the car with her, and she was driving drunk through the neighborhood, and my son was outside. And there's something about a mother who knows her baby's and her child's voice and skrill and screech. And I heard a sound that I had never heard before, and I'm like, my God. And I remember, because I was in a townhouse, and I remember hitting the top of the landing, and not not even knowing how I got to the bottom of the steps quickly and just running because my place was down in the back and just running. And I come outside, and people were screaming, and I'm like, and I didn't see my son. And I was like, okay, I knew he was outside. I was like, where is he? And this woman was driving like a crazy person, and she drove up on the sidewalk, and she hit him, and he flew. He flew about 10 or 20 feet and got lodged under car, and I was just, when I say hysterical, was not even the word, and if I could go back and change, if I could go back and change that, um, I certainly would, because it it was such a trying time, such a tough touch time, and the laws were not like they are now, and they should have been, and this woman literally she was trying to get away, but the neighbors surrounded her car, and it was like, you're not going anywhere. She was literally trying to get away, and this woman had a suspended license, and this was like maybe her second or third DUI, and she had a baby in the car with her. And my son ended up missing a year out of school. He had a broken, he had a broken leg, broken ribs, mm-hmm. and just all types of charts. And if I could go back and change that moment, that changed the trajectory of his life, my life, and then I just went through so much just fighting, just trying to fight and all the the bills and stuff, the medical stuff. I mean, he really went through it for like a good two years. He was pretty jacked up with a couple of surgeries. And so when you said unshakable, I'm like, man, we are twins, no pun intended. Like, I mean, <laughs> we're just parallel in so many ways. You know because you know. I know. So I like, I, I like when you say – you know, what I'm saying, if you could go back and change a moment, and when you're talking about the card, I mean, it just took me back to that moment. Mm-hmm. So this is what I love about you, 
your vulnerability, your transparency, and this is why your songs resonate the way that they do. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's the only way I can be. People say I'm very outspoken and, you know, uh, and other things, you know, but I say (laughs) I can't be in the way. (laughs) I can't be any other way. This is who I am. And I, oh. I'm up front, and you're never going to wonder what Roseanne's thinking when you leave. And because I find that in in this world, even in, in our music, we're all trying to find our voice, you know. And, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this world, everyone's trying to silence us and um, in oh, different no. areas, with different experiences. Mm-hmm. And I promised myself uh, as a child I felt silenced and so uh, that I would always speak my truth. And whether you like boy, it or not, it's, oh it's my heart. Look at people's heart. That's what I want to, because, you know, we all spew with our mouths at one time. You know, we have bad days. We have to have grace for people. And, um, right, yeah. you know, I had to learn to, to have grace, you know, <laughs> um, in, in order to get Wow. You know, it's so I'm important. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, and wow. Music, yeah. You know, we're talking personal experience, but I just have to, that's the only way I can be. I wear my heart on my sleeve. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. Take me as I am. And that's another song. That's a song that I should write. <laughs> Take me as I am. But Oh, um, my gosh. That That's just my philosophy and, and everything, you know, to, um, we we need to be able to let people have their voice, and in music, yeah, and the, you know, different styles. It doesn't matter. You know, it's the heart of the matter that matters to me. Even in the music, what moves me? I agree with you on that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, you said something else that, of course, I can just piggyback. Right on that. I think that God places us in a space, a place, and a time where he knows that our voice may be the only voice for the person listening that they can relate to. There's something in our voice that resonates with them, and it's a click. And it reminds me of something that my late grandfather, Richard, shared with me. He said, when you get into relationships and we're not talking about an intimate relationship but of course Mm -hmm. you could be intimate about being sexual when I say intimate Mm -hmm. relationship for those of us who are adults we're like in our 60s guys so this is an adult show (laughs) even in the early afternoon coffee talk jazz this isn't coffee talk jazz (laughs) after dark but it is the afternoon but I'm just saying however but my grandfather Richard would say and I called him papa I miss him so much and he would Mm -hmm. say when you get into relationships I want you to listen for the click. And he gave me an analogy. And he says, he called me baby girl because I'm the youngest of the granddaughters. And so he says, baby girl. And I said, yes, Papa. And I was just a, you know, a little little tween. And so he would say, um, when you get in a relationship, listen for the click. He says, and let me tell you what I mean. And so my grandfather had, uh, he's a pastor. He had a whole bunch of keys to the church, right? So think about this if you grabbed your keys right now, like I grab my keys, and I don't even know how many keys like I have on, on my ring, but I know I have at least more than, more, more than five, right? 
for the car key, the house okay. key, the key to the gate, the key to this, key to that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when I grab my key to open up my back door, my side gate, I never look at the key. You know what I do is I just, I feel it, right? I just feel for the, I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I stick it in the door, and when I put it in, what, what happens? You feel for the click, right? You know it's the key. Right. So when he said that, it was like he said, that is the way that you're going to be able to go through life. He said, when you get into something, he said, you need to listen for the click. And when it clicks, it fits for you because keys are designed a certain way. You think how it goes into the lock of the click, it opens. And I felt that with you. So I hope, I hope you guys are picking up what I'm putting down. Are y'all feeling me this Saturday? I'm just saying, this is what I felt with your song. I listened for the click. It was like, man, oh, man. And, and with you, and I want to go back to, I'll, I'll use another, um, someone who has been on the uh, broader world stage because we all have our own stages, as I mentioned earlier. Let's use Dolly Parton, right? Mm-hmm. Dolly Parton with Dollywood, she's able to touch people in Nashville and whatever other places that she's gone to where she's a prolific songwriter, singer, and she's got the twang. Did I say twang like I'm from the country? Yes, I made it. Yeah. She has a twang. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I am a voiceover artist. Come on now. Don't make me start doing court cartoons now because I'll do it. Um, <laughs> um, she, has that, she has that twang, that sound where people just, it's a click for some people. It's like some people love Dolly Parton. Some people love Sierra. Some people love Michael right. Jackson. Some people love, yes. and it's just that it's just that thing. They had their stages, and this is yours. And this is such a big, global, massive stage, and, and I hope something amazing and tremendous comes out of this for people who listen to the show even once it's off, off, uh, off once we're off the air, but it'll still be, Live. Um, for those of you who don't know, we've won won multiple multiple awards, um, and I, I think I'll pop them up on. I think I'll put a few on Instagram for our show. Mm-hmm. Um, 2011, 2012, 2013. Um, I got it for um, television. One for television production. One for radio yeah. production, and then for magazine and and. When I tell you it was such, such a God thing, and so that was a click for people in the industry, like, y'all, like, I didn't know any of this stuff. Like, I promise you, I didn't. Like, and what made me bring that up is, Roseanne, is when you said that your musicians looked at you like, well, Lord, um, is she going to, you know, she she doesn't really write right. Um, she doesn't chart like mm-hmm. a normal person. Like, she plays by ear, but God was like, okay, this is how I'm going to teach my daughter how to translate. And I love when you were saying, like, oh, you're on the guitar, and then you're singing, and you say, okay, catch it, guys, right? Like, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just loving everything about your music. I want to get into some more. I want to get into some more music. Ooh, you guys, just a plethora of just juiciness over here. Um, I want to let you take the next track. You tell me, and then I'm going to play it. You tell me. I think I have everything loaded. I know I do. You tell me the next track. Well, I think uh, the next track, I, I think it uh, should be Stand Up and Be Counted. We had the all mm-hmm. love things. This, this is totally out of context for me to do a song like this. 
because, you know, of what I traditionally sing. So I I think it sh- it shows a very different side of me. It's also, yeah, I mean, it's an experience, but it's my truth. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going to say what I have to say. And this is what I'm going to say. And this is how it's going to go. And, uh, and it's not traditional blues. I wanted a blues song on there. But nothing on my album is traditional. It's Roseanne. This is how I feel the music. And this is what I created. But this song released me. My truth. Oh. And when I released the, these lyrics, it healed me. Oh. So it, it really took of the healing process that I needed to stand up and say, don't be afraid to say what you really want to say here. You know? And so this song came out of it, and I was so blessed to have Bruce Katz from the Allman Brothers on it and Pete Levin from the Levin Brothers. Um, you know, Scott Petito. You know, so many wonderful, wonderful players. David Spinoza, you know, and um, and it came together, you know, even though there were, it wasn't musically correct. <laughs> but to me, it was correct. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, guys, here we go with um, Stand Up and Be Counted off the It's Called Love Um EP from um, our very special guest, vocalist, songwriter, Roseanne Sarita. Let's take a listen, guys.
this is Calabria Foti. I'm a jazz vocalist, violinist, music educator, and author. It's Ladies Week here at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, and we are bringing our listeners the best there is in diversity and talent. It's your chance to peek behind the curtain and get up close and personal with your favorite jazz musicians and amazing vocalists. Our vision here at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio is to increase the profile of jazz through music education, and that's why I'm here to talk to you about education. Coffee Talk Jazz Radio's executive producer, Miss Bridget Lewis, strongly believes in music education, and that's why she's launched the Coffee Talk Jazz Music Foundation for Children. The student recipients will be involved in programs emphasizing intensive study and self-discipline rather than generalized or introductory exposure to the performing arts. The goal is to raise money and awareness for inner-city schools and after-school music programs where children show an aptitude towards music. Music is the fabric of our lives, and I can tell you how important it is to have your generous contribution for Generation Next Project. The proceeds will be divided into four curriculums, preschool, middle school, preparatory, and pre-professional in both music and dance. More information is available through the official website at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. Your support and donations can be made through the website. It is a non-profit organization, 501c company, and your contributions are tax-deductible. Support the Generation Next Project Scholarship Foundation and tell them Miss Bridget Lewis sent you. And be sure to pick up my current CD, A Lovely Way to Spend an Evening, available at iTunes, Amazon, and FotiCD.com. That's F-O-T-I-C-D.com. For Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, I'm Calabria Foti. Thank you. And we're back, guys. We're broadcasting live this glorious Saturday with my very special guest all the way from Hurley, New York. It's been a wonderful international show. I hope you guys are relaxing. I hope you guys are uh, unwinding after all that Stuffing, turkey, mac and cheese, ice cream, cranberry sauce, and corn. I don't know if it's cornbread or coin bread. Which is it? Is it cornbread or cornbread? Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, I hope you all will join us and jump on the bandwagon for our Gifted Music Foundation for Children which I created back in 2011 to honor my late mother and my uncle. I come from a musical family, and I see a lot of people don't know that I actually do sing. Now, don't get me on the stage with Roseanne now. Uh Uh-uh. Not that kind of singing. But I can hold a little happy tune. But um, this is something that I'm so impassioned about, and one of the things that we wanted to do is we wanted to save our babies through music, um, our little brown babies, our little black babies, our little white babies, our little Jewish babies, we don't care because we feel that music really just bridges the divide. It really brings people, you know, together. So I got together with some of my musician friends, and I said, hey, guys, I have this project that's near and dear to my heart, and I really want to help our children because music is the last thing to be added in schools and the first thing to be cut. And I think we could be cutting out a Quincy Jones. We could be cutting out a, a Wynton Marsalis or a Branford or some of the other great musicians. We could be cutting out a Roseanne. I mean, your voice, like, Lord have mercy. I cannot even imagine what we're, where would we be 
if we didn't have your voice in the mix. I'm just saying, guys, if you guys want more information about, you're welcome. It's it's the truth. If you guys want more information about what we call, um, I call it, um, it's one of the greatest rewards, but we call it the worthy challenge with joyful rewards because I just get such joy out of it when we're helping our babies. I'll give you an example, and then we're going to jump on to some more questions and some more great music where we've gotten out on the schools. We adopted five schools, and I'm telling you, when we got into those schools, I literally, and I'm going to post a picture on the gram as well, where we were out in the schools, and I was literally in the classroom reading to the babies. I'm sitting in the middle. There are probably 30 or 40 babies just sitting around me, and the musicians were playing, and they were just in awe. You could see some of their jaws were dropping. Their mouths were open because it was the first time that some of them had what I would call a romance, the saxophone, they were rubbing the neck. Oh, my God, you know, this is so pretty. Or they could hear the snare of the drum or the, the keyboard. And these kids were just, they were just enamored with, with the musicians and what they were saying. And so I said, let's put our money where our mouth is. Let's save our babies through music. And so that's why I created the foundation. If you guys want to get on board, if you guys want to donate, we are a 501c3 company. Everything is tax deductible and the money is going to go straight for our babies. We also partnered with uh, Cannonball Musical Instruments where Telus and Cheryl Lockheed out of um, Salt Lake City, they have the, one of the biggest musical companies. I mean, they've, they've endorsed everyone from Joe Albright who has his own signature uh, instrument. Um, I could just go on the way down the line. Eric Darius, Paul Taylor, Mindy Bear, on and on and on. And um, get behind us, guys. Even Randy Jackson from The Voice uh, he gifted us with uh, four beautiful, and these were like signature, one of a kind. They were signed, like I cried. You know, we gave those away with, uh, there were students that got, you know, scholarships for like $1,000. So I kind of got my hands on a little bit of this and a whole lot of that. Um, but it all kind of blends together. You know what I mean, Suzanne? It all blends together. Yeah, we have to give back. <laughs> we got to give back to the baby. So... I want to ask you, I want to jump into some fun questions now, some fun, fun, fun okay. questions. So, <laughs> so um, do you, are you a coffee drinker? And if so, this is coming through from the chat room. Uh, are you a coffee drinker? And if so, what's your favorite flavor? My favorite, I am an avid coffee drinker, though I'm not supposed to. Doctors listening, I'm going to get in trouble, but um, (laughs) I have a reflux problem, which is not good, but I cannot do without coffee. Everybody that knows me, do not speak to me until I have my first cup of coffee in the morning. (laughs) And I am a hazelnut. I love hazelnut. But my favorite, most favorite coffee from Hawaii, where my mom lived. I love my Maui coffee. Hundred percent Hawaii okay. coffee. It's my favorite. Oh. Favorite though, I like hazelnut. And yummy. Um, yeah, I, I like those soothing, you know, caramel type of coffee. Flavors and um, that—that's what I enjoy. But I love coffee. Yeah, so like um, you, 
<laughs> you ain't got to tell me twice. You already, y- y'all already know, right? Like, do I have to say anything, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, my favorite right now, because it is um, cooler, and we pulled out our sweaters, I am so into a mocha caramel. So it's like a smooth mm-hmm. silk milk chocolate meets sweet and rich mm. caramel. It's perfectly roasted. Um, it's just it's so good. And with a little what I call a little symphony of cream, little play on words. I'm just saying, y'all, did I play symphony of cream? Okay, mm. I'm so musically inclined right now. <laughs> did I say with a symphony of cream? <laughs> well, it's a symphony to our taste. So oh my that. God! Yes, yes, because you swirl it around and it's like so good. And yes, it's like music, like music to my taste buds, and it tastes so good. Okay, so if you could pick a favorite place in the world where you would like to travel, where would it be and why? Any place in the world, I'm like, okay, I'll buy your ticket. Where, where are you taking us? Look, cause look, cause look, I'm gonna be on the plane with you. You can't go alone. I'm going with you. Where are we going? I well, there's a few places that I really want to go, uh, but I'd have to say Italy. Ooh. And, uh, Italy, there's so many beautiful places in Italy. I've always wanted to go there. Um, I think it's a romantic place to go to. Um, um, but so there's um, where is that place? Well, I would say Italy, you know, Europe. I, I'd really like to travel Europe. There's so many beautiful places. And I'd like to go to, I hear that Austria is beautiful, too. But yeah, Italy, wow. I'd like romantic in Italy, I hear. And I'm all about the romance. <laughs> so now oh, that wow. I'm in love, like, I'd like to go <laughs> to Paris, to, you know, just travel all over to all the romantic places in the world. Oh my gosh! Um, I agree with you. In my in my studio, um, Paris is like one of my favorite places. I've never been, and when I was going to go, I was taking care of Mama, and I wasn't mm-hmm. able to go. Of course, I have no excuses now, but of course, with everything that's going on with the global pandemic, like I wouldn't dare. There's like no way. Um, and people people are still traveling. I think for people who are comfortable, they're still traveling, and you have to be really, you know, just really careful. But um, in my home studio, I have signs of Paris, Paris. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, got this big black and white sign with the Eiffel Tower. You see the whole entire city. Looks like it's just packed. And then I have like a wooden sign on one of my desks that says Paris. And then I have um, from the old swap meet or flea market, they would say back in the day, there was an old window, like anything vintage. And there was an old, mm-hmm. old window with um, and I, I, you can tell it. It came. It's it's old, and it had um, they had Hotel Perry on one, the window panes Hotel on one, and then Perry on the other, and then it's just a window with like a wire on it and and a hook. And I saw it. And I was like, my lord, I have to take it home. And I remember being at the swap meet with my son, and I'm like, can we barter? And he was like, it's not for sale. And I was like, okay, you can have anything. You go, okay, and. I probably picked it up 20 years ago. I'll send you a picture of it offline. Like, oh, my God. Um, Terry is just so good. Um, yeah. It's a must-see. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, my God. It it absolutely is. Um, 
can you believe that we have been broadcasting live for an hour and 19 minutes? Wow. I know. It doesn't feel like I know. <laughs> I know when you're having fun. I know. I know. Please share with our fans where and how can they pick up your music and how can they book you virtually for a living room concert. Please share. Well, you can go to RoseanneSarita.com and uh, you can email me directly at rstorchsongs at gmail for bookings. Uh, if you go to my site, you'll see the where you can contact me directly. And you can get my music on Apple and you go to, you know, I'm on Spotify. Um on all the all the venues out there, Amazon. I have my all YouTube right. channel. Please uh, subscribe and like. I'll be getting more now. You know, with the pandemic, I haven't been able to perform in a year, over a year, and um, so I would love to perform. I can't wait to get back to performing. I can't wait till the festivals open up so I can do some lot more recording. I'm writing and I want to do some more videos and it's called love video is on YouTube. So go check that out as well, but you can find out everything on uh, Facebook as well. Sarita music. So oh my goodness. Really, you can get um, my merchandise double as well. Oh, yay. Um, what is your Twitter handle? I've been live, live tweeting At- throughout the show. People want at Sarita. Okay. S U R E D A. All right. Let me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna right now pop that link up. Uh oh. Let me get back. Um. I'm gonna have you this. I'm gonna have you this the last song, and then we're gonna take it out with the last song. God, there's just so many, and we played um, corners of our heart. Stand up and be counted through the eyes of a friend. It's called love. Um, you know we did didn't play, play which which you didn't which up did you play through the ice? There's a there's a slight echo, so I'm I'm missing every other word. Say that one more time. Um, you, you played uh, through the eyes of a friend. I know you played hanging on. You know, I didn't you know, hear. I think through I probably highlighted it. I think I probably highlighted it because I wanted to play it because it was one of my favorites. And we're going to go ahead and, and um, we're going to go ahead and play that. Um, maybe we'll give the fans a taste because I want y'all to go and buy it. I know is that kind of mean. I want you guys to. Re- I mean, you guys, you have to. Is this the last? Mm-hmm. Is this the you last song that have, you're going to be playing? This will be well. It's whatever one oh, you want no, to play. It'll be the. Oh, oh well, then we should play my most recent release that. Um, is up for Grammy consideration right now with uh, David Howard I wrote with, and that is <laughs> jazz song, a real jazz song that I did uh, with Dave. I we co-wrote, and that is um, it's not on the it's called Love Album, but it's my new single called Your Smile. Yeah, I love it. Um. So they are counting us down. This has been an incredible, incredible show. I'm going to pop the links up on 
um, Twitter right now for uh, Roseanne's website. So you guys can follow her on Twitter, follow her on the gram. I was live tweeting throughout the show so you guys can see the tweets. And it has been my absolute pleasure to host your show today. Um, You're such a darling. I am endeared to you for listening to the call of God on your life and opening yourself up and just sharing all of you um, with the world. The music is just amazing, and I just look forward to many more songs and tracks to come. And then share uh, last words with the fans. I'm going to play. I'm going to play the song, and then we're going to take us out. Thank you so much. I want to thank all the fans for all your love and support uh, for encouraging me. And I hope to see you out there at concerts and meet you in person. May you all stay safe and blessed. All right. With music in our hearts and with jazz in our souls, we want to thank you, our friends, fans, and supporters, for making Coffee Talk Jazz Radio number one. We love you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. It's been my absolute pleasure to host my very good friend, vocalist, song stylist, Roseanne Sarita, guys. Thank you so much. Very good. Joy resounds in every key.